what you yeah. told me is that you wouldn't draft him because you didn't think he would perform well. Mm-hmm. When he gets in, he will perform well. Because the, re- the reason he's not coming back right now, this is what his agent said, is he's afraid that the Steelers are going to try to run him into the ground because they know he's gone after this year. And that's exactly why, if he's playing, you want him. They're going to hand him the ball 700 times this year. Mm-hmm. I don't, it's looking like he might not come back now. So, you know, it becomes interesting. Where I'm, I'm looking at the boards here at the FFPC, and I'm seeing John Connor going anywhere between the third round and the seventh round, yeah. which is interesting. Doesn't seem people really have a good grip on where to put him, but if he's the number one back all year, he's an RB one for sure. I mean, in, in 2016 and 2017, the number one, the RB one, the number one back in the league when Le'Veon Bell was out, mm-hmm. was D'Angelo Williams. Yeah, yeah, and I mean that's a big deal. But D'Angelo is a different type of runner. Different type of runner than, than yeah, Connor. Yeah. Do you think so? I, I haven't, mean, do I haven't we really, really know him. what kind of runner Connor is yet? We've well, only seen him. D'Angelo, you know, he's a slasher. You know, he 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 really runs the ball hard. But I think what that you know? tells you is quick, that the Steelers, the Steelers' offensive line is very fantasy friendly for running backs. Yeah. So sure. if it, they do have, you know, a good I was in line. draft yesterday in an FFPC draft yesterday. I took Connor in as the last pick in the sixth round. I'm mm-hmm. happy with that. Yeah, but if you look at D'Angelo's. Uh, Work in the league at Carolina, he was a beast. So you know he's a beast. He's yeah, a known he was beast. A beast. That's but true. Connor, you know, you got to prove yourself. Yeah. So true. you got to go in there against Cleveland and ball. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. And that's the question: is now that the Le'Veon fallout is occurring as we speak, and you are a guy who maybe picked up Connor or drafted him or however, and I happen to be one of the people that picked him up. Um, where does he play? Do you, do you start him immediately? If like say for instance in my situation with Jay Ajayi tonight. In my flex, do you start Connor over Jai without oh, knowing yeah. all of the information? No, you start Con- Connor. Connor, you start him this week for sure, for sure. They're playing the Cleveland Browns, and he and Bell is not there. He's going to get the ball twenty times. I would wait. Nah, you play him. just to the simple fact because you don't know what's going to happen. Listen, nah. Bell can come tonight. No, Bell's not coming. You, you well, see what I'm saying? You, then you take him out your lineup. But assuming yeah. Bell does not come yeah, back, yeah. But I mean, you know, Jai plays tonight. Yeah. No, the, the, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Tonight. And you have you know tonight to make the decision. So you have you, a deadline. I would wait. Nah. Yeah. You know. Well, no, the thing is, see I was going Ajay. on. Ajay's not going to give you, you know, who's, who's your next back after, after Ajay? I think you put that guy in and you wait and see how this situation. Bell's not coming back. He's not coming back this week. We don't know that for sure. And the thing is, is that you got to watch the terminology on these sports shows where they say unexpected is different than definitely not playing. Because no one has said definitely not playing yet. And the situation you're in, if you put Connor in, he plays Sunday, and, and he ends up not playing, and you sat Ajayi on the bench who played Thursday, you're in a pickle. Uh, Listen. <laughs> and so that, that's what I'm dealing with right now. Even if Bell comes back mm-hmm. in five minutes, it's Thursday. Connor's still your starter. Oh, yeah. No, okay. I think eventually. I no, think eventually. I mean, this week, Connor is your starter week one. Mm-hmm. He's, if, if Bell comes back right now, Connor's getting those carries week one. You play Connor this week for sure. I now, need more. I, w- I want to talk about Mike Tomlin because oh, we've talked about him before. Sure. Now I'm a Steeler fan. Mm-hmm. I'm not a Mike Tomlin fan. And year in and year out, the Steelers have top-notch talent. They got championship talent, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they've yet they've yet to get there. Mm-hmm. And I think Tomlin, you know, he's a he's a, 
he's a coach that the players like. He's a, he's a player's coach. And what that means to me is he's not a guy who exercises discipline with his players. In this Bell situation, not Bell holding out, but the way the players, the teammates have reacted to Bell, I mean, the, the offensive line is calling Bell out. Yeah. That's, that's another lack of uh, leadership from your coach. You, you can't have your players going on Twitter and blasting other players. They had this last year. Antonio Brown was doing this. Mm-hmm. You've had uh, Martavius Bryant with the drug issues, Bell with the drug issues. I mean, every year it's something, and it all comes from crappy leadership from Mike Tomlin, the coach who tried to trip a player after an interception <laughs> or a kickoff return or whatever yeah. it was. Yeah, that was funny. He's no good. <laughs> no, like, I think that Mike Tomlin, I've said this before, is a great coach. Obviously, he's been to the Super Bowl Not twice. Not a great coach. Won it once. You yeah. can't get to the Super Bowl twice on accident. Now, to your point, I think after a while, the Super Bowl residue wears off, and you have to start asking, what has he done? He's had the offensive weapons now for three to four years, that, that, that rolling out – that tandem of Brown and Bell and uh, Big Ben. When and he got mm-hmm. to the Super Bowl, it was right in the beginning. Mm-hmm. They were still riding that Bill Cower momentum. Mm-hmm. Okay, but they won right all the road games. Of his, of his yeah. Uh, tenure. Yeah. He's not done shit. Well, the point, that, that's starting to become a point. And it's starting to become valid, valid because you're, and, and you're wondering how much the front office has to do with this because, Although they've been blessed with a great offense, probably the most fantasy-friendly offense, I think, in, in fantasy football, or if not one of the most, the defense has not shown up, and the defense is probably going to be porous again this year. Yeah, if, and, he, and he was a defensive coach before he came to the Steelers. Again, to your point, I think that now people may start to ask questions. I don't think, obviously, that his career should end or anything like that. Like that. I think he should get another job, obviously. But no one is safe from criticism. You know, I think uh, with everything that's gone on, the way his players have reacted and also uh, this this thing that started out as sort of a flicker and now has become sort of an all-out catastrophe, the head coach has some blame in that. So as, uh, you know, here at the FFPC mm-hmm. drafting as fantasy football players, where, where do you guys take Bell? Where do you take Connor? How do you, how do you play all this out? Like what round do you take Bell in right now? Because I'm looking around the boards. He's going mid-second round right now, whereas last week he was the number two pick. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, go ahead, doggy. I just don't take Bell. Period. Mm-hmm. Well, I know that's not true. If yeah. He's, if he's sitting there on the board in the fifth round, yeah, you're but he him. might not come back until the sixth or eighth week. That's rumors out there too. You wouldn't take him at all. I wouldn't take him at all. That's not true. I'm I'll sorry. pass on him. That's yeah, not true. I'm sorry. I will pass on. Yeah. I will pass on Bell. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't. I want to win week one. You guys are lying. No, I'm dead serious, Jay Matty. I will no. pass on him. Sure. And yeah, and I get Zeke. I get David Johnson. There's other backs out there. I fucking take Jordan Howard over. You know what I'm saying? It's just like. Or you could be like B and take a kicker in the seventh no, round. No. Yeah, he's crazy with that shit. Watch the Greg Bell's there in the seventh year. round. You better believe I'm going to jump. I'm on. passing on me personally. Anybody mm-hmm. else, they can have that problem. No, I would I'm take, trying to win the bread. I would take him in the tenth round, which is code word for I wouldn't Jeez. take him. Because, again, my, my whole thing with fantasy is the first few weeks, winning week one, winning week two, winning week three. You have no idea how injuries are going to affect you later on the season. You don't want to create an injury true. or an uncomfortable uncom- position for yourself if you don't have to. Especially in this format, the FFPC, where the regular season is only 12 weeks. Yeah, you, you, time is of the essence, you, you, especially with the FFPC. Yeah, he might not even come back to the eighth week. Those rumors are out there. Yeah. Yeah, and, but here's how, here's how I play it. I'm not taking him in the first round. I'm getting my stud running back. Mm-hmm. Second round, I'm, I'm getting what falls to me. Third round, if he's there, 
I'm going to take him. And then in the fifth round, I'm going to take Connor. Now, either way, I've got a stud who I picked up in the third round. In the fifth round, one of those two guys is going to be a stud. Connor will be gone before the fifth round, though. What now? Yeah. No, he's been, he's been going. I've been looking around. Third mm-hmm. round to sixth round is where he's been going. Yeah. Yeah, I think the best thing that could happen for Le'Veon Bell managers, and I have to say the word manager because I'm now told on Twitter that it's now Im- important that uh, that uh, you no longer use the word owner when descri- <laughs> describing a player because That's it's l- l- thought of as racist. The best thing you'd hope for is that he gets traded. And what you have the best be- thing who hopes for? I'm a Steelers it, fan. No, I don't no. Want him to well, get traded. if we're talking about fantasy football, you don't care about the Steelers right now. If you if you are a manager, hey. again, I can't say owner because of racism, but if you are a manager who has Le'Veon Bell on his team. You want to make sure that he gets traded now because you it, want him to play. You want him to play. Him to play. And so if they're in, uh, was it Max Kellerman said this morning, um, Green Bay would seem like an ideal place for him. If you could go there, if you have Le'Veon Bell, he the goes Vikings. there. Or, well, no, you can't go to the Vikings with Dalvin Cook there. He's not going to go there. The Vikings. No. So what you got to do is you're hoping he gets traded. And what you have to be careful for, careful of, the 49ers. Me, 49ers too. But you have to be careful that wherever he goes sort of starts a wrecking ball effect. Like, if you drafted Williams with the Packers and he goes to the Packers, mm. bad deal, man. Ooh, bad deal. Bad deal. Yeah, but here's all I'm <laughs> So saying. you got to be careful. Where you guys are saying you won't draft him. No, okay? won't do it. Period. It's all Period. about the playoffs, right? If you can get Le'Veon Bell in the third round, mm-hmm. and he's, I don't care if he comes back week 10. That's probably, that might be when he comes back week 10. Well, now you got, let's say you pick first in your league, as I did. Yeah. Now I got Todd Gurley and a fresh Le'Veon Bell heading into the playoffs. Forget about it. Well, playoffs, you know. You hey. got to get to the playoffs, though. Jay Manny, I'm looking at well, week if you one. Can't, if you can't yeah. lose one guy and still get to the playoffs, you don't deserve to be on the playoffs. It's a collection. It's a whole team. Your team has to be evenly balanced. You put him on and he doesn't play for five, six weeks, you're going to take a lot of L's. And you I think, can't, I think you can't it's survive worth it. it. I think it's worth it. That's, what, that's why we're here, folks, to give all sorts of perspectives. Um, so, you know, I, I'm still, like I said, I'm still in the camp of not starting John Connor this week over Ajayi because Ajayi plays tonight. He's more experienced. Again, there's a cloud over Pittsburgh. Let's see what develops this next week. Um, now, in the following weeks, I'm more than happy to find out if, if John Connor ends up starting three, playing three downs. I'm definitely there for him to put him in my starting lineup. The Steelers always have one back doing it. Yeah, yeah, and that's, and that's, that's going to be John Steelers Connor. has a great system. That's right, and that's but it was be John Connor. You play him this weekend. Haley's you play not him there every anymore, weekend until Le'Veon Bell comes back. Yeah, don't listen to B. He's new at this. <laughs> Who's the Steelers' <laughs> offensive coordinator now? All right. So what, what? What are you talking about? Bell holding out for racial lines? I'm just well, on, on Twitter, um, what I noticed is. When people talk about his money, there's fans that say, oh, he's making enough money. Those fans tend to be white. When people are defending him saying, oh, no, he needs to make his money, leave him alone, those fans tend to be black. But where there's a universal sort of base is fantasy players saying, I need him back on our team. And yeah, those, right. those players are black and white. So fantasy football, once again, unites the masses. That's, yeah. that's my point yeah. there. I don't, I don't know why you always got to make it racial. I, no, I'm just saying what, it, I, what I saw on Twitter. That's what I don't get about it is why Steelers players, the other, the, his own offensive line is talking shit on him on Twitter. Like, 
if you're an NFL player, you got to side with Le'Veon Bell. Like, oh, yeah. you know what yeah, I mean? Like, uh, you yeah. got to side against management. You got to unite. You got everybody should be supporting him. Well, I understand fans. I understand fans not supporting him because <laughs> fans just want their team to win. You know, fans are fans are colors ahead of players. Sure, yeah. right. But the players, they should all be on Team Le'Veon. And, well, and they're not. And I think that speaks to your issue with Tomlin, and you get a point for that. Mm-hmm. And then also, it also shows that the best thing is for him to probably be traded. And this is one move that I did, and I get hated on because there's different rules for different leagues i actually after our draft was able to pick up connor in the free agent period and made it it was a good move because i'm playing the guy with bell and it started off as a defense move to say hey if he comes back and he plays you know a couple you know his uh, workload is diminished i didn't want him to have the opportunity to get connor so i made the move now it turns into an opportunity for me to possibly get a three down back after the draft in the free agent period. And there's some people, Matt, Matt, well, that's a great about. move. That's a, that's a great move. Yeah. But the rules of that league are bullshit because you should not just be able to pick up a player whenever you want. You have a waiver wire, which is four players after the draft, but that's that league. And we're, we're, we're going on about it. But what I would like to talk about sure. is in drafts, like the FFPC, the waiver wire is done via blind bidding yes okay so you get a thousand dollars for the year and you you bid how much you want for a player so approximately 50 percent of the ffpc and and fbg drafts were done before this Le'Veon bell news so james connor is undrafted in those leagues and he's going to be available on the waiver wire which i believe is tomorrow night sure how much of your one thousand dollars for the year would you spend on James Conner. Wow. The potential is a three down back. Uh, <laughs> maybe 25% of it. Yeah. That's <laughs> maybe so you're maybe not, you're, 50. You're not going to get him for that. You only think 25 yeah. 50%. As a veteran of this format, yeah. you know, you can get players for a dollar, two dollars, three dollars. Mm-hmm. Guys, you know, if guys who will fill out your roster. Mm-hmm. But there's about three or four times a year where a guy comes up who is going to be a week-in and week-out starter because of an injury to a starting running back or an injury to a quarterback. There's maybe three or four of those guys a year. Last or Two years ago, I got Adam Thielen that mm-hmm. way, right? Yeah. And I, mm-hmm. I put up 700 bucks for that guy. Jesus. And he's still on my roster in the Dynasty format. For James Conner, I'm putting up $903. That's my number. Yeah. 903. 903. That's good. Because that's a, that's a guy, you know, he may be back on the bench in week two, but if he's not – you got a guy, or you got an RB one right there. Mm-hmm. You pay whatever it takes. Yeah. I don't have him being on the bench in week two. If he's showing and improving, improving to the Steelers, man, shit, they're gonna Le'Veon Bell. He started slow last year, so he, he's gonna have to earn his. Well, key. when Le'Veon comes back, Connor's back to the bench. But there's there's mm-hmm. at least a fifty percent chance right now that Le'Veon does not come back to the Steelers this year. Period. Yeah, and it's it's, it's sad. You know, it's really sad. He, they need to trade Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, and that's like I said, that's what Steeler. If you have Le'Veon Bell on your team, that's what you're hoping for. You're hoping he gets traded, so you could then begin your fantasy season with the guy that you selected. But if you're listening and, and you're in the FFPC and you drafted before today, you go down, you you throw nine hundred dollars on on James Conner. Do it. Yeah. Don't don't save your money for later in the season. You you can spend nine hundred right now and get a guy who's going to be 
your RB1 the rest of the year, you do it. No. That's, and if it doesn't work out and Le'Veon comes back, well, you took your shot. No, I agree with that. He, it, like I said, the, his potential, and going with the history of Steelers' backs, their potential to play three downs seals it for me. And if Le'Veon is totally not coming back, which I think he's edging toward every minute of every day, I think that's where you go with uh, James Conner.